Hey everybody, thank you for tuning back in to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. The next couple of weeks are going to be a little bit different because I'm down in San Diego and I did not bring all the equipment down for the recording, but hopefully you guys will enjoy the episode nonetheless. We, you know, dive into our typical rabbit holes of entertainment, pop culture. We avoided politics this week, which is a rarity, we, even when we try to avoid it in general. But let me stop BSing and let you guys get into the show. Here we go. It's in, it's in the it's in it's in the fifties. That's warm for you guys, right? Uh, well, I'm wearing shorts. Oh, there you go. Okay. So, shorts. You just look like you just look like uh, Death from uh, Bill and Ted Two. I have a full bogus journey. I think it's the uh... with um, which that's a um, fun for segue, Sam, because um, I was going to rant about the list of bald uh, sexiest bald men and um, Death from. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey was not on the list. Or, uh, what was the new movie? He was also in uh, What new movie? The new Bill and Ted movie that came out during the pandemic. Oh, oh, is he, oh he wasn't, yeah, he was in both. Also left off, A uh, Man Close to My Heart, Powder. Oh. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know. The list was a sham. I, I, I what was the list? It was, I know that Prince William, who was you know, still holding on to dear life to the hair that he has left. Yeah, I don't know why he's not... I mean, he sort of came home because he doesn't have, like, the... It's not longer around the side or back, but I don't know why he's, like... He doesn't shave it on the sides. Not really sure. I don't really think he's a sexist. I'm, I'm, I'm like, baffled by that. I'm like, who did... Did they ask a hundred people on the street well, or something okay. in England? Uh, <laughs> it, no, it was a British... It was a British yeah. um, survey. So that's one. But, like, I'm trying to find the full list. Um... Uh, but even like the peop- the the top five in order were kind of strange. It was um, uh, Prince Williams number one, Mike Tyson number huh. two. He owns it. Jason S- Statham number three. See, if I was a British person going for sexy, that you ask me sexiest bald man, and I was I was British. I, how can you not say Statham? I don't know. Honestly, um, it makes zero sense to me. Pitbull is number four. Jordan, number five. Okay. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather is number six. They like their boxers there. Number seven's a bit of a, a bit of a surprise because of a late entry. John Travolta, because he he talk about somebody who's only recently embraced it. Dude, a uh, pitbull, like, I believe. We've talked to, but we've we've talked to. What's that? Was it pitbull who said just like just do it, dude? Yeah. Well, and it, there's he like they. I think he and pitbull did like a music video together because they actually when when they both have the beard they look fairly similar. <laughs> Uh, number eight, Bruce Willis, okay. who I think should be higher on the list. Nine, The Rock. I think and The Rock should be higher up on this list. And you know, um, Sam, coming at number you... number ten is Vin Diesel. No, I agree. I mean, I I have very unconventional tastes, so you know, I love like Stanley Tucci and oh. um, who's who's Gandhi in Sexy Beast. Uh, ben, ben Kingsley, ben ben King- King- Sir Ben yeah, Kingsley. Are, I, I, there, there was quite an up not an uproar, like a you know. Like online uproar so it's not that serious but a lot of people were saying like the rock was annoyed on his own jokingly saying like how is he only what number nine, nine. but a lot of people were saying how on earth could you not have stanley tucci well he's married to a british person it's but the prince william at number one like in tyson at number two to be honest but the rest of them like you totally slot in there somewhere i mean patrick stewart even I mean, Patrick Stewart. Oh, oh yeah, Patrick, Patrick Stewart. You know, and, that, uh, was, that was only a. T- I think it was a top twenty list. I I don't know why it stopped at ten. Um. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Um. Uh. David Cross, a man dear to my own heart. I do love David um, Cross. Um. Yeah. 
uh, let's see, there's Thanos. You could put Thanos up there, attractive man, good body. Good, good. He works it. He works what he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, got, he's in good shape. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, well, God bless his heart if Hogan actually ever – talk about a man holding on to it. You're talking about Prince William holding on to his hair. My, Hulk Hogan's been pulling that uh, whatever the hell he's been pulling for 30, 40 years. Oh, he's got but, that I mean, uh, the the R card hanging over him for a while now. Yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest. Like, most, most um, hot African-American men usually are bald at some point. Like, they shave it for a role or whatever. I mean. That's true. Yeah. Like, I mean. Cherise. G- like Jimon um, Hansu. Very yeah. attractive man. Um like, Pretty much, uh, a lot of most of the athletes eventually too, like even Michael Jordan. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah, on the list. Was, Jordan was on the list. Oh, okay. Um, but top yeah, ten. It's, so. Uh, he's been bald for some time. Jordan. Yeah. 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 yeah since I mean, he 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 claims this, and it's actually somewhat believable. He does claim he started shaving at the beginning, not because he was balding, which is a common thing that bald men say. But he was actually like, if you look in the early eighty, in the mid eighties, when he first started shaving his head, he still did have a hairline. So I'm I'm guessing he could have grown it back in. Billy yeah, Zane didn't make the list. Like, Sacrilege. Well, I mean, sorry, I was gonna say like common. Um, mm-hmm. There's just so many. There's just so many no, people. Billy, Billy Zane, absolutely, Hugh. That you, that I, you can't. Billy not, Zane. None. <laughs> Thank you, Billy Zane. One of uh, the Wayne's brothers. Uh, which one? Oh, Keenan Keen Ivory's been bald for a long time. Yeah, no, but, but uh, he, the, a couple of, like his brothers. Some of his brothers will shave their head every so often. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's true. It's. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's such an arbitrary thing. Sure. Oh, uh, speaking of speaking of the Wayne's brothers, I um have been rewatching Beverly Hills Cop. And I just finished the second one, um, and uh, one of the Wayne's brothers is in it. Oh, he's uh, the part. no, that's Chris Rock is the valet. No, Chris the Rock pa- is the valet. Yeah, no, but he's he's in the um, hotel lobby because you know how he stays at a really fancy hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like the fruit guy or the food guy. Oh, just, in like, the in the first one, him, yeah, 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 where you yeah, were he gives him bananas. Muffler. He gives him bananas. That's <laughs> so random. Oh, which which Wayne's brother was? I haven't seen those movies in so long. I think Dame, Damon. Damon. I think it is Damon. Could have been Damon. I mean, yeah, Damon's one of the older yeah. ones. So that makes sense. I mean, Beverly Hills Cop was what eighty four. Other... Um, yeah, eighty four. Four, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, long, yeah, it's a yeah, long time ago. And then number two is like maybe eighty seven. Uh, and you know what I, you know what I realized watching that movie is that the reason why I like Jason Siegel is because he reminds me of Judge Reinhold, and it took me forever to put that together. Oh yeah, and that's I fair enough. On, yeah. I had a huge crush on Judge Reinhold when I was a kid because of you know Night Court and Beverly Hills Cop. So there's a uh, lot of that going on. Well, yeah. how? Um, don't forget Fast Times Ridgemont High. Well, yeah, I didn't really watch it until I was older. Like no, I watched Night Court. True. I watched Night Court a lot. Damon Wayans played oh. Banana Man. <laughs> yeah, that's what he would be at the at the, at the hotel. That was, his, that, that was his. Uh, that was his. That was his role. Big big breakout role. Yeah. Ooh, how about Kelly Slater? That's an attractive bald man. Kind of yeah. niche. Kind of niche. Well, and, and, you don't and know Sam, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. True. Kelly Slater is a good call. Yeah. But most a lot of villains. In movies, Wes Luther, yep, got that going. Um, Tay Diggs, Tay Diggs, Tay Diggs is there. There's so many. Tyrese Gibson. I mean, there are plenty. Yeah, 
Yeah, Tyrese, yeah. Oh, the guy from Gladiator. Did Michael Chiklis count? Yes, he did. Yes, yes. Jimon Hansu, I already said him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And seal. Uh, seal. Uh, seal. With See. Okay. Scar. Okay. I feel like this is unfair. He's British. Because, no, no, no. But I feel like this is unfair because you, you're absolutely right. Black men can pull it off far better than anybody oh, than white men. Absolutely. So I feel like that should. I'm looking for other people of other races who maybe okay, can't fine. pull it off as well. But like, but are you gonna compare to like Howie Mandel? Like, come on. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, Sam. How about um um, what's her name um. Christine Taylor and Friends when she shaved oh, yes. her head. Or Brittany. Brittany. Oh, Brit. Okay, yeah, that's true. Natalie Portman. Uh, Natalie Portman. Um, Keanu Reeves in the in parts of the Matrix when he was out of the Matrix right. and the shaved head looked good. You yeah. had uh, Justin Gordon Levitt in Fifty Fifty. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. See now we're getting into another subsection of people who shave their heads for roles and aren't actually bald. No. That doesn't seem. Yeah, but some people, some people pull it off, though. You know. Not yeah, like Prince, like Prince William. Obviously. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know that Harry's trying to keep as much hair as possible too. Yeah, he's struggling. That's a. I mean, we all see it, Harry. That, that's a struggle. I mean, you know, the, the, the the lighting that was the mo- the most unfortunate for Harry's hair was at the wedding in West- Westminster Abbey. Those cameras zoomed in real close, and you could see that hairline is is struggling. Oh, I would. Well, the, the problem is, is, uh, is that they allowed cameras to be there. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I stayed up for that wedding because I'm a. So did I. Yeah, it was. It, it was totally worth it. Was it? Uh, no. no. Okay. And it's Actually, so sh- I was gonna say, do you remember the the Prince uh, Prince William and and Kate wedding? What we did right before that? Uh, yeah, we saw one of the Fast movies, didn't we? Yeah, I think it was Fast Five, and it was yeah. in the night showing, and I got home. I ate something really fast because I was still hungry, and it was like three or four a.m. And I just watched the royal wedding. It was great. And that, I had to go to work. I had to go to work. And I would go so far as that's one of the best double features I've ever heard of. Yeah. Fast Five slash royal wedding. Royal wedding. Yeah. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. Um, I was traumatized yeah. by royal weddings. I don't know about you guys, but well, my you mom... grew up with them, and we didn't. Well, like, not, I, the not... only one that I watched was. Princess Diana, and it was like tape delayed, obviously. Yeah, I, delayed, I, oh but, no, know, my mom footage. had it on tape, so we'd watch it again. Like, so we it would just be on one day. We're like, we're watching the royal wedding again because it was the time where yeah. it was one it was TV big, in the house, and it was, was a really big deal. It, is your family a royalist? My mom is. Okay. My dad. So, is how does she feel about the whole Meghan Markle thing? Oh, uh, she is a bit. It's an interesting one. She's like. I, I go through the, why, why the reasons that there are that she feels exiled from you know, the British press. And I'm like, look at the article. Like, I sent her the, the side-by-sides of the Kate and Rachel uh, news clippings. Like, all the titles. It's the same exact things that they're doing, but they're phrased in completely opposite directions. Like, with avocados being bad for babies, but good for Kate and her baby. And it was, it's just nuts what yeah. they do. So, I just kind of... You know, put it like that, and I'm like, I don't blame her. Like, but my mom always compares her to Wally Simpson in a way. Not, not the fact that she's a Nazi or a Nazi sympathizer, but you know, she she broke up like the royal family, basically. Well, <laughs> she divided them. She divided she divorced them. Actress. But weird, yeah. But she's yeah, not going after the queen. The she made sure to make sort of like the queen had nothing to do with any of this. I'm like, I could care less about the queen, but and and, and Philip, Philip, Philip got uh, got absolved. 
Philip, I don't. Philip is a zombie at this point in time. Like that, that oh, man is scary. Yeah, his, his his photos. Every time they find, they, it's always in a car. He's always photographed in a car. Because where else are they going to photograph him? I suppose. But yeah, he's looking scary. But, I mean, let's. But, but let's be honest. He's ninety nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he was never really a good looking guy in the first place. Oh, uh, true. Actually, young man. Like was, the um the was it Mets? Is, when he was younger. Yeah, when he was younger. Yeah. Is it, is, was it Matt Smith, the guy from Doctor? Yeah, Man? Matt Smith he, played him in the the he, Crown. He played him in the the first round of the Crown. Yeah, and, and, and if you go back and look at Philip photos, that's pretty solid casting. It was uh, actually. I'll I'll show you when I get back or when you get back too. I, I I'm for those of the listeners, I'm down in San Diego right now, and um, my dad has handed off some um, family things, which I would not say are heirlooms, but they're like programs from like the nineteen six like nineteen fifties. From like a rugby match, and there's uh, photographs of the Queen and uh, Prince Andrew. Is it Prince? No, not Prince. Uh, Prince Philip. Uh, from when he was young, and I was like, no, not bad. These are, you know, hmm? the portraits and things like that. It's just interesting to see some of the old stuff. So, but if we're t- and if we're talking like Philip looks every bit his age of ninety nine, but Elizabeth the Queen is like ninety five. She looks fantastic. She hasn't aged in about twenty years. She's been that way for she, some time. Yeah. Well, she yeah she she went from young. If you look at photos from like forties, fifties, sixties when she was young, she went from young to the way she currently looks and like overnight and hasn't aged since then. It's interesting. Like she's, I you probably go back and watch the Princess Diana wedding, and I guarantee you, Queen Elizabeth looks exactly the same. Shocked she's only ninety four. She's she's been at it a long time. Kind of unfair to give her credit for being the longest reigning um, British monarch when you consider that um, they used to have to do life more. expectancies, life expectancy, but they also used to you know be in battle and things, and they also used to get beheaded. Yeah, a little bit of that things, happened. Bad, Bad things happened to them before. I mean, uh, though, though, to be fair, she the person she replaced is more impressive. She, Queen Victoria, was the previous record holder, and Queen Victoria lasted like seventy years on the throne in a in the nineteenth century, which is far more impressive. It's in general, like especially with those times, like uh, yeah, making it a, a, to that age in general was a feat on its own no without science well and the, and the one and i don't know why i know all these the previous record holder the victoria um uh took over was king george the third who of of the uh hamilton fame um and he ruled for like 50 years which at that era was living 50 years was pretty unusual yeah and the yeah. fact that you know this is kind of weird I don't I lo- love my British monarchs. Did, did King George spit a lot, like um, Jonathan Cross on <laughs> yes, he stage? Does. <laughs> his, um, character, his character in Hamilton is great. I, I, John, I like Jonathan Cross and everything, but yeah, he's I fantastic. Um, I think he won. A, did he? It was. Did he win or was nominated for a Tony for that? Which is pretty surprising, given he wasn't in it very much. I think he was nominated, but um, I know that Leslie Odom Jr. won. One, one for best actor, <sighs> like. They were nominated. They won for everything. The only person, I think the only person, maybe he wasn't nominated, because everybody who was nominated for Hamilton won, except for Lin-Manuel as Best Actor, because he lost to Leslie Odom for Best Actor. Um, yeah, Hugh, I love my monarchs, man. Yeah, I, I get it, man. I'm like... Uh... Do you, you want to you talk Henry V? Let's talk Henry V. I actually studied British history and British literature in college, and I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> I do a weird thing. Where, I remember important um, things. I, I I do a very weird thing where he's a really uh, good follow if you love um, British history. 
uh, or really history in general. He's a Scottish professor um, who his name is uh, Dr. Frank McDougall. I don't even know. He's a, his story. He's an historian, and he tweets just random things every day, like this happened on this day in history. And he, because he's in Scotland, he tweets like he'll be tweeting in the middle of the night. So I, those are things I read first thing in the morning. And like he's always tweeting about like the Battle of Agincourt was on this day in such and such year, and he'll just be naming random like British monarchs, like Henry the fourth, Henry the sixth, like ones you don't know as much about. And then I'll just go to the Wikipedia for that King. Cause I'm always curious how, how life was back then. Uh, the winner for best performance by a featured actor in a musical was, uh, David Diggs for Hamilton. Who's Yeah. For Hamilton. Yeah. I'm like, he I also played Thomas Jefferson. He did. And, and then, and, uh, Jonathan Groff and, was and, nominated. He just okay, he so lost to another Hamilton cast and yeah yeah I think that's what and I think everybody else who was nominated there were three Hamilton yeah. cast members nominated in that one including Christopher oh. Jackson as uh, George Washington yeah he was good too they were all everybody in that play was good well I'm sure I haven't seen it though yeah you can yeah, you can watch it on Disney Plus I don't have Disney Plus but I will be sure to um, check it I out. I can give you my password if you'd like oh okay we'll I do. mean unless anybody from Disney's listening. No, I I heard they're doing like a well, like, well, Netflix always says they're doing this, but they're trying to do a lockdown on like people sharing their passwords. I'm it's, not exactly sure how that works. I don't know how you do it if you have multiple. Like they they've narrowed it but, down but, to like three devices or five. Yeah, or that's true. There'd be well, I think I heard one way one place the way they're looking at it is they can tell if people across they can tell if if, if the devices are in the same area. Okay. Like if they, if they if you're if they can see that you're based in say Missouri and people are using your password elsewhere, then they obviously know you're sharing it. Uh, like, they, like, but again, you could be traveling with a device. So I don't know how hard how they can. Force it. Meh, you're watching it at the same time, kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, I, there's so many people that use my Hulu and Netflix. Um, just kidding, if Hulu and Netflix are listening, um, that. I don't even know who all has is using them, but I I do the it it messes up your favorites since they don't use they don't create their own. Um, Make them just do a guest one. Yeah. Just do a guest uh, profile and have yeah. them watch it there. It messes up the algorithm and it really really messes everything up. Well, the thing just, that annoys annoys me and it doesn't it doesn't. Um, I don't really care about the suggested titles that, that, that it figures out for you. Um, they'll just, I'll, I'll be watching a series that clearly they're watching the same series and I'll get to like the next episode. And it's already like halfway through and I'll be like, damn it, somebody's watching this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is why you should create a guest profile and they make them make sure that they say, use the guest one. I don't really care enough. It's, you care enough to, you care enough to mention it now. I'm cause I'm, I'm spiteful. <laughs> Spiteful no, but, but that's lazy. An easy fix. I mean, I have um, like we do like a whole password share amongst me and some friends and stuff, and so like I have a majority of the um, streaming services, which is nice. But um, yeah, the ones that I I own, I create guest like logins for people, so that way like they can just go in whenever and they don't feel bad. You know, they have their own designated because it's like josh and i have our own separate ones because we have completely different tastes and things and then kira has one for kids yeah. stuff so yeah. that makes sense. we already you know so we already have a whole bunch of profiles set up so it's not a big deal but i highly suggest you do that uh well 
to be honest, make your life a lot easier. To be honest, I don't really use much of the. I use them more at at the place in LA because I did not have cable. I so the streaming services was my like most people who cut cords here at the house. There's cable, so I don't really use the streaming services much. It's funny how that works. Like if you're yeah. anywhere with cable, you're like you haven't had it for so long. You're like, oh, actual TV. Let well, me. But it's weird. I don't really. I mean, we've talked about this before. There's very few things I actually watch. Jeopardy, Big Bang, right? The new, the news, um, which like I, I more, more so. I don't really watch TV. I, it's something I have on in the background, mm. which is something I used to do with with Netflix and Hulu. I just throw on like Friends or or Family Guy, something I could just have on in the background that I didn't need to pay attention to because I like having something that I can look up and see. Uh, but now I just throw it on ESPN and just you know, there's always something on. There is always something on. But I'm not I'm not really paying much attention to it. Speaking of sports, uh, yes, I was I was I would be remiss. Uh, not a visual medium, but Sam is wearing a UCLA sweatshirt. Oh wait, um, did you guys make the fam- final four? We did make the final four, and we and I don't think I won't do an eight clap right now, which will not make sense to most people. And is well, a one, very- one of one of our friends can't do it, and he might listen, and I don't want to make him feel bad. Um, yeah, he's one of our less coordinated friends, which is unfortunate because he's very tall. Um, and he's a lawyer and he lives in San Diego. That is all I will say. I will, I will not no idea who that any is. More deta- any more details. No idea. It. And, and he may or may not go by the uh, alias Big Papa. Uh, but yeah, and his is, initials are MVP. And his initials are MVP. And his birthday is in November, but I will not say anything more. Um, yeah, he, um, if for any, anybody, yeah, that doesn't know UCLA, eight clap is our like cheer. Um, and it's, it inquire it requires very low level amount of coordination, to be honest. That's I mean, so. just a little bit of clapping. And no, well, no, okay. Well, the, the amount of coordination it requires is when you're doing it with multiple people, getting that coordinated, doing it by yourself is not hard, but he has a big problem. And I, I don't know if I still have video on it. I think it was my old phone. Yeah. You got it here yeah. on my old phone. I have video of the first time, um, he, we'll call him big papa, um, did it successfully it was on the, um, patio at the den on a very drunken night and then he proceeded to get he was so excited he completed it he fell into the fire pit i remember this i was there for this moment although to his credit unlike me he was not set ablaze in the said fire pit yeah that fire pit death trap i've been lit on Uh, fire there yeah no well the the manage bar management was smart to turn the fire off at a certain point well they need to put like plexiglass around it they put they put wood over it finally yeah but like after you burned your jacket uh, yeah, people burn I, all their clothes. One of the it's more, one my of the more sweater little fire. I, uh, more fun, ironic things I ever done was uh, setting fire to a blazer. Yeah, I still have I still have the blazer. It's burned all the way up the inside. That must have been and a we, smell. Sh- shot was this? Yeah, the silk on the inside. Oh I, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody's ever burned silk. It doesn't smell good. Uh, but I still. I mean, Hugh, you were probably standing next to me when it happened. I still maintain. I very nonchalantly put myself out. You did. Like I pulled it off. Like yeah. the girl behind me was like, "You're on fire," and I just, I, I pulled it off. Didn't but, phase yeah. you. Didn't phase you. No, it did. Well, because I mean, that that was that was oh that fun com- uh, fun callback. That was the uh, Big Papa's birthday, and um, we were keeping track of our drinks on our shirts. Oh, that was so. That, that was that night. 
That was that night, yeah. Night oh. of uh, many famous photos that we have. The uh, best photo that I have with you. Yeah, I, I, um, I think that might have which, to go up on yeah, the episode. I have an amazing photo of Trav, Travis that from that night. That was a fun evening. Was that the night we ran into the homeless guy and he gave us like a teddy bear and a whole bunch of other No, different night. That was um, are you talking about the night when we did the pub? We did like the pub crawl pub down crawl. Sunset. And we, also, we ran into Harry Styles. Big, also, Big Papa's birthday, and yes, we ran into Harry Styles. Um, the weird things uh, that happen on Sunset. And yes, that man with the teddy bear was trying to sell us both teddy bears and bullets, you, which was odd. were they were they empty shell casings or were they like real bullets? Uh, we I didn't actually get around to asking. He just mentioned the bullets. He didn't show us the bullets. But the the most fun thing was uh, I don't know if she listens, but another um, friend of the show, we'll call it, um, uh, who goes by big, uh, codename Baby T, another uh, former UCLA uh, friend of ours. She was she got a photo with Harry Styles, um, which her his bodyguards did not want to have happen. And this was early on Harry Styles, like like even early on in one direction, Harry Styles. So he was not the behemoth he is now. Like, mo- like not many people necessarily would recognize him, but, um, baby T, uh, got the photo with him. And then she just innocently posted it to her Instagram or maybe it was Facebook and was just bombarded by one direction fans. Like somehow her photo got thrown up on like a one direction Tumblr page of because, and, and the comments were just like, Things like, who the fuck is this mom getting a photo with Harry? And she was like, we were like in our mid, no, mid, the early 30s. Early, early 30s. 30s. Early 30s. But yeah, like she was, she thought it was funny. She did not take offense to it. But it was, and she was only led on to the vitriol she was getting because her nieces, I guess they're her cousins, but they're teenagers, right. found the photo on said like One Direction, whatever it was, and were like, hey, hey, um, little baby T, um, there's a photo of you online, and these comments are like very funny. They're calling you an aunt and a mom, and and being very mean. Uh, yeah, gotta own the it's, internet. It's, it's her, um, it's her contact photo when she calls me. The oh, is it real? Of course. Oh, is it? That's amazing. Yeah. People always find yeah. it funny that we had drinks with these people back in the day before they were like. Yeah, Kira loves Harry Styles, like right now. She loves Watermelon Sugar. It's like one of her favorite songs. That's another one that like, another one of the songs that, you know, kids, best not to know what the song is about. Yeah, we don't, I mean, it's so vague. Well, yeah, no, we, well, I mean. You can interpret it in different ways if you'd like. Well, this, yeah, and this is another, like we talked about with Kids Bop before, and and, um, this is, could be a fun segue to Little Nas X. Uh, because you know, um, Old Town Road, right, uh, is for some reason kids. I don't know. Sam was Kira a fan of it. Like Brooklyn and Bo- Brooklyn and Billy just loved that. She song. wasn't obsessed. She she knows the song, but luckily it wasn't like something that the, she obsessed over. Like a lot of the, her other classmates were. So I there's I I don't. It's a catchy song for sure. I but for some reason children are just drawn to this song because it's a kids bop song and they made a video but but in this so this has come to i mean come to light more recently this week because little nas x has just released his music video and his devil shoes um are you familiar with this at all Hugh? no no idea staring staring blankly do you know who little nas x is? yes i do know who that is i like you do understand that i have no idea like i'm in a place where the time is no longer a thing um true. i live in the the en- energy vampire apartments townhouses right now um at i fall asleep at eight o'clock at night 
Welcome to the club, my friend. That's gonna say it sounds like Nate. Yeah. yeah welcome to the club. I, I, um, it's am- it's amazing. So Little Nas, continue. Okay, on. to keep keep you up, to get you up to date. So Little Nas X, famous for his song Old Town Road, which is the most streamed song of all time, kind of shocking, and won him two Grammys, which is also shocking, given that as catchy as the uh, the melody or the um, chorus is, the song is quite terrible. Um, but uh, he is more he is in the news again because he has a new single called Montero where um, that has a music video that accompanies it and the music video is basically um, has the devil in it oh li- another thing to say about Lil Nas X is he's openly gay which is unusual in the hip hop community yes. but like flam- flamboyantly openly gay like if go- just google a photo of him on any red carpet um, the the music video has the devil and has Lil Nas X writing down a stripper pole into hell and then giving the devil a lap dance. Oh. So it's interesting. It's interesting imagery. But the thing people are more upset about is that uh, in coordination with the song and video, he's he's made his own uh, shoe. It's a special edition Nike, you know, like those boutique yeah. Nike. Like people yeah. take an aftermarket Jordan 1 and then they, they design it themselves. So Nike has nothing to do with it. Right, right, but right. He ma- it's, it's a basically a devil shoe to go along with the song and video. They took, um, I think they're Nike Air Max 97s, something like that. And they made them, uh, I think, like black and red. They put pentagrams on them. They put... Um, uh, scripture on the sides that it's like i think luke ten eighteen, which is where that's the um, scripture where uh, satan was banished to hell right um he uh what else there's a couple of other things that are hell related on oh he only he only made 666 of them and um on the sole of each shoe is a drop of human blood actual human blood that's that's dried onto the shoe um so he, he went is that for real it was that, yeah. was that sanctioned by nike no, they, no, because um, Nike is going after him because they don't like the bad publicity. But people have been like changing Nike shoes after the, you know, people make their own Nike shoes all the time. But Nike is only, and most of the time, Nike doesn't care because it's good publicity for Nikes. But this is not good publicity because the Christian right is up in arms because of all the devil stuff. Um, uh, one funny thing that's come out of it is that the biggest supporter of the shoe is the Church of Satan. They have, they have come out in big endorsement. Um, Fox why do they New- care? Little, little Nas X is, is gay, so like, why do they care? Well, that's, I mean, part of the pearl clutching is that a lot of his imagery is is very flamboyantly gay, and, the you know, they're pearl clutching Christians. But the thing that, that, um, that seems to be the most upsetting in the tie-in back to Country Road, or is it Old Country Road? Old Country Road. Is that Old Town Road people? Old Town oh, Road. okay. I was... It was like number one for like a year. Yeah, it's a... Country Road is the the other one that we, you and I, grew take, up with. Nate, t- take me, take me home, Country Road. Yep. Did I just just confuse Lil Nas X with John Denver? Yeah. Uh, no, but so the the reason that a lot of parents are up in arms, and even not only like the the Fox, the Christian right, is that they are upset with Lil Nas X because they keep saying my kids love you so much because of old town, old town road. I've already forgotten. Um, old town road. You were like their favorite performer. How can you do this? How can you be a devil worshiper? But then, um, and getting back to the original point about with Sam, about how watermelon sugar is very much about sex, but kids seem to still like it. Um, not little Nas X is shot back saying, listen to the words of old town road. It is not a children's song. 
he talks about like drinking lean, about cheat, like adultery. Like it is not yeah, a kid's song. It's, a, it's bad. Almost all of them are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh well. Right on schedule. Exactly. I, I, we, well, you know, it was good. You know, it wouldn't be a show without uh, a little internet issue here and there. Um. True. I mean, but yeah, old country, old country road. I was, cl- I was so close. Well, you know, we're old. We yeah. don't actually care that much about things, and you know. It's, it's it, it, it in my defense, I've been very sick, so I'm just. Oh yeah! I, by the way, how are you feeling? Uh, did the? Uh, I I. Did you get your test back? I got I got three tests done this morning. All three. There's the antigen test. Oh, for COVID, by the way. Okay. Um, for there's the antigen test that tests um, if you've ever had it. Right. Or or yeah, and then there's the rapid result test that tells you if you have it but it's it's not terribly accurate that's the one they they the, you just find the answer in like 30 minutes yeah and then they also gave me the pcr test which is the most accurate but that's the one that takes three days right i was negative for the antigen and rapid um test but i won't get the result for the third one for three days but because the other two are negative it's a pretty good chance that that one will be negative. well that's a that's a positive with true. A negative. thank you that that is true um, yeah, I, um, I, in the last, well, until today, I ate today, but for the last three days, the only thing I'd eaten in three days was two hard boiled eggs and one banana. And from, uh, Saturday, for some reason I weighed myself, oh, well, I weighed myself once a week, but right. I weighed myself on Saturday. Um, just cause you know, you got to check what you, where you're at. Um, and then I just normally, you, you know, as, as one does when they weigh themselves, you do it on the same day, every same day of the week. Cause obviously you can go up and down throughout the week. So you just do it on the same day every week. Right. Um, but I just was curious because I hadn't eaten in three days to com- what I weighed myself again today. I've lost six pounds since Saturday. Congratulations. So, I, I, I no, hate guys. Guys can no, do that. It's no, no, that's, but that's like, I mean, that, that doesn't. I, I guess the and I guess the anorexia. I, I guess I get it is off, but but I feel terrible because I hadn't eaten in three days. I feel awful, but like the fact that I could lose six pounds in, in three days is uh, is is unusual. But I'm sure once I start eating a normal meals again, I'll, it'll go. I'll go back. It's I, I it's all losing water weight. You know, I not eating any food or barely drinking any water for three days. You're going to lose a lot of weight. It's the same way that you know, few fighters cut weight in a day. They can lose. 15 yeah, pounds a day just because of from like water weight it's not healthy no 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 it's not healthy at all but it's like uh it's like anything just cutting weight it's cutting weight ladies sweat it out like they put freaking garbage bags on themselves and just like or sweat suits like not like like sweat like the garbage bag yeah. suit things yeah that would they just maybe clog all your pores and it's just terrible for you the yeah. thing that it reminded me of and sam i hope you appreciate the reference is you remember when um uh, DJ went on the crash diet on Full House because she wanted to get... Oh, wanted yeah. To get, she went to the gym. She, she, yeah, she, she passed out because she wanted to get, I think, lose weight for like a dance. But uh, she, yeah, she kept going to the gym and the only thing she ate is she made herself ice popsicles. Like she that. would just, just water on a stick. Um, it was the it was, like it was, caffeine pills episode equivalent. Yeah, it was, that, which is another fun thing uh, that some I heard somebody t- I talk about recently was that... Um, Kids of this generation, they don't have the same appreciation for the very special episodes that we used to have. For like, remember, sitcoms would always have a very special episode. Well, they don't have like after school specials. Like, there's they don't. Well, no, but what we had, we, those were our sitcoms. No, I know, but like, like we kind of got conditioned to like, 
expect like stuff like that because of after school specials and those shows, but they don't watch TV the same way. And, and, and a lot of shows don't really talk about those issues anymore. Full, Full House, Full House had, they did almost every episode, about 23 minutes into every episode was when the, the sappy music came on and somebody, one of the kids learned a lesson. Yeah, it's, um, it's, but they, but, it's like Cosby Show. And like but but other shows, show, well, other shows did it more rarely, like yeah. every, you know, St- um, Saved by the Bell was the, the caffeine yeah. episode and also the Johnny Dakota smoking pot episode. Um, everybody remembers the different strokes. There was the, Ron, the one where Nancy Reagan came on about drugs. Right. Oh. And also the one where, there's also the one where the kid got molested. Yeah. The Punky Brewster, there was the very special episode where Cherry got stuck in the refrigerator. Right. Um, you know, every all those shows had like, yeah. They they had the occasional, but we I mean, I guess kids just there aren't really like frankly there aren't many sitcoms like that anymore, I suppose. I mean, what's Sad. the closest thing we have now? Like can you think of anything that's like, oh, I mean like a proper multicam kind of sitcom. Well, it? no. Well, I mean, so I've, Blackish has done a few like uh, like hitting issues, but they're not generally directed for kids. It's not for kids to learn a lesson because those shows aren't directed at kids. But Blackish has like done controversial topics. Roseanne, but, Roseanne used to do that. Yeah, Roseanne did. Yeah, and and until so they and then they kicked her off her own show. But there's which not that is, many like there's not that many family shows that. Um... Modern Family probably did. I don't. I never. I didn't watch it much, but I'm sure they did at some point. Had some sort. Well, they of, have. They have their own way of, of, of doing. Um, it would usually be social, the theme of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that that's. I think that's more it. Like shows back in our in our era, like beat you over the head with it. They weren't subtle. Like Nancy Reagan showing up on different strokes to talk about drugs. Like that's not subtle. Or or Jesse having her "I'm so excited" breakdown. That's not subtle at all. Though I do think it's funny that NBC that was supposed to be she was supposed to be on speed, but NBC wouldn't let them do it, so they just made it caffeine pills. Because you know, oh, there's a very remember the very special episode of uh, I remember two, three of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There was the one where Carlton took got hooked on speed. Also, oh, yeah. one where Carlton got shot. Shot. And then there was the special episode where Carlton and Will got arrested because they were black kids. Driving uh, into Palm Springs. Yes, I, I just I, so, I watched that. Yeah, recently. so that yeah, I did too because it, the the ending is amazing. When Uncle Phil shows up at the jail and starts yelling at the yeah yeah that's a good one. Family ties. Yeah, but, did the, a few the, of these the good things? thing. Oh, Family Ties did a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, but the the good thing about that episode is that um, because Carlton's so naive and he grew up rich, like he didn't understand that there was like a race, racial issue at all. So I found that fascinating. It was no, really, it was a good. Was it was good. Those were all, all three of those were good episodes. And um, I mean, the most emotional episode of Fresh Prince is when, you know, his dad comes back for the episode and then he leaves yeah. and he cries to Uncle Phil because he feels like, you know, his dad doesn't want him because he yeah. keeps leaving. I mean, same thing with Say by the Bell with like the, you know, the other building brother. The the building who was in Rod Belding? The building yeah. who was in Balding? The cool, the cool building. Who, who, who ditched the kids for a Swedish uh, flight attendant? Yeah, he's supposed to go camping with them. One thing, um, the I don't know if if, it, if you've ever gone back like for to watch Fresh Prince. Like I think it's on one of the streaming services. Um, but one thing, it's very funny if you ever do decide to go back and watch it. Go back and watch the very first season because Will Smith and he he's admitted as much like because he, he admits he was a terrible actor back then because he was he was a rapper. He wasn't an actor. Right. Um, the first the entire first season of Fresh Prince. If you go back and watch it. Um, he, since he didn't really know how to act, he memorized everybody's lines, not just his own. So just 
so he could he would know everything that was happening. And every single scene in the first season, you can see his mouth moving when everybody else is talking. He's reciting their lines as oh, he yeah, goes, like, like so Kenan he can remember. Right now, yeah, in SNL. Yeah, yeah. Kenan, well, the, as, Kenan does that. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like so annoying. It's a, it's it's interesting. That's a, it's it's a fun way to I guess learn, but it's. But then you have so some actors do it that way, I guess, because they have to memorize everything. Then you have actors on the other side who I only recently learned, like Ryan Reynolds, does only reads his scenes and scripts, so he has no idea like what his like. He said unless he's seen his movie after the fact, he has no idea what happens in it. Then, he only knows he he only knows the scenes he's in, and uh, so most of the time that it's like movies like Van Wilder. He's that explains the green Hornet so much. No, that's where I'm going with this. I I was texting Hugh that green lantern. Uh, I was texting night the the, Hugh the night that it was happening is that he, Ryan Reynolds did a, um, uh, live tweeted himself watching green lantern for the first time because he'd never seen it before. And it was very funny. He, he was startled by how bad it was. He, cause I guess even at the, I mean, Actors don't even usually see their; they don't watch the movie at the premiere. So no. it's you know a lot of actors never see their own stuff. No. But but it's funny that he. I mean, again, like I was saying, like most of his movies, he's in every scene. Like Van Wilder and Deadpool, I'm sure he's very. Fam- oh, well, Deadpool, Deadpool, he's very familiar with that's because that he that he's that's his whole that's his baby. Yeah, like he produces. Like I'm sure he knows everything that's going on there. But like other movies where he's only in a part of it, I think. Yeah. I'd love to see him. I'd love to see him go back and do like a a, a, a watch through of Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Shop. Ooh! I wonder if he's ever seen an episode of that. Uh, you think you have to think he has? But, but there's like a lot of romantic comedies that he's in. Literally, the majority of the film. So right? No, that's Like the proposal. You'd think Green Lantern. He was in a lot of it. I never saw Green Lantern. I think that was just a paycheck kind of thing, and just kind of walked away. Didn't really care. Like, well, okay. that's where he met, like, Blake Lively, right? Didn't they? That's where they, uh, yeah, I believe so. They met, they met. They weren't, I mean, they weren't they, dating, but, like, no, they, they, did, they didn't start dating. They had together. They didn't, I think he, he was still with Scarlett He was still married with Scarlett Johansson at that time. When well, he yeah, was, and she was with, what's his, what's his face from Gossip Girl? I forgot. What? She was with, what's his face from Gossip Girl? They were dating. Who, who was? Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Oh, Blake Lively. Oh, I mean, oh yeah. Um, oh, what, Penn Badgley? Was it Penn Badgley? Or was it the other I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, you know it, it worked out for those two. Good for them. I mean, I, I mean to be fair, he he never got married to Lance. No, she, um, she turned him down. I think he proposed to her. They were engaged for a while. Yeah. And then I think they broke it off. Yeah. Since what an, what an odd coupling. Just uh, just looking you know, back, it just seemed. I mean, I get it. They're Canadian. They're Canadian. Yeah, but but, but again, what, what's David, weirder, David him Coulier. and her, or David Coulier and her? I think you went to formal David Coulier. That's nice. I think he, most people, you know, it's usually Dave. But cut it out, um, Nate, man. Got to cut it out. Oh, the cut, cut it out. Um, that was a random one. Um, do you remember his puppet, Mister Woodchuck? Yeah, I love that puppet. Is it made of wood? <laughs> and he, the, he'd always turn the, the head would go every direction before he said wood. Oh God. Oh. But has there? Sorry, I was just gonna bring up another random couple from the '90s that was completely random with the singer and actor. Oh, go ahead. Um, Natalie Imbruglia and uh, David Schwimmer, because they were David. David who? They were. In, he was in the video, I think. Um, her her torn video wasn't. Oh. Didn't they date for a while? They may have. 
Um, and like, you know, um, crossing, uh, crossing, Counting Crows guy, who dated both Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox. That's, which is weird, given that they were like best friends. They were and are best no, friends. No, I think, I think Jennifer Aniston was totally cool with it, because they just dated briefly. Like, they, I don't even know, like, if they dated for a long time. But she, I think, I think what it was is that she actually recommended him to Courtney, kind of thing, because... Yeah. She's he's a good guy or whatever. So yeah, I, don't think, I don't I don't think it's scandalous like all the you know tabloids made it out to be. I think it was more of just like eh, it didn't work out, but you know I think you guys would be good together. That was slightly before everybody like obsessed over who like Jennifer Aniston was dating. Like it wasn't as big a deal at the time. Now and now anybody she's even seen with is is you know a huge story. But there, there's a long list of of like I mean it, there's something to something to being a musician that women seem to love because there's a very long list of not very attractive, but talented musicians with very beautiful women, but you know, whatever. Good for them. Yeah. Like Kate Hudson, but no, yeah, there's, um, Rick Ocasek. That's a, that's just a common thing. Like, right. Mick Jagger, like all the well, rock there, stars date pretty women. I mean, or models. And well, there was, and Brinkley. it was somebody, God, I think it might've been Chris, uh, kid rock, which I hate giving him any credit for anything but he was doing like talking about the pantheon of like what everybody should aspire to be in terms of greatest life in terms of the fandom like the people that just have the most obsessive amazing like fans are like between rock stars actors athletes like kid rock was like rock star is far and away the number one like that's the greatest life in the world is to be a rock star then i think athlete is number two actors number three something like that but there's something to be said i have always said that i think the greatest I, the most amazing thing in the world would have been to be a rock star in the 70s. Like, imagine just being Robert Plant in the 70s. That would have been awesome. I mean, I think, I think, I think he stated that it was awesome. <laughs> I'm sure they all, well, the ones they can remember. Would, uh, have you seen Almost Famous? Like, that's what that's I was going to say, uh, what was, I can't, I was going to try to remember what his name was. Um, the Golden God? Yeah. I mean, I, the band was Stillwater, but I can't remember what the, what his character's name was. But yeah, that'd be the greatest line. Well, I think that they all, I mean, it was like right after the pill was invented and right before AIDS. Yeah, that was, I was just going to say that it was pre-AIDS, which was a very I mean, there were still deal. STDs. I mean, let's be like, oh. this has been around for forever. Yeah. But, you know, it was very, it was a very different time and people were a lot more free and loose. Some of them have, um, in their older age, have not probably, not, maybe not regretted, but have like such serious, like some of them, a lot of them are deaf, which I'm sure they regret that era be but like if they would have said would you give back the 70s for actually being able to hear now they might i don't know but well, yeah. it was, isn't um so hugh lewis i mean yeah, the, the top, everybody, Huey, everybody huey lewis is yeah um a, uh, brian johnson lead singer of acdc's deaf oh yeah singer. yeah hugh lewis Pete. retired because he went deaf yeah yeah so hugh lewis, pete townsend hugh. is mostly deaf roger daltrey is mostly deaf like they they really struggle have you do you know that brian johnson has a show online no. yeah and he and he just interviews other musicians and stuff yeah. and he interviewed dave Grohl the other day it was really good oh i, really I think i interview. saw a clip of that yeah is there a more likable music like musician than dave, dave Grohl? like no, have, you, have you ever heard of have you ever heard he's of somebody say i don't like dave you like you can say i don't like the foo fighters like i don't like their music you can not like nirvana you can it's impossible to not like dave Grohl. yeah he's in like my, he, he's in my top five He's he's just amazing, like. What's not to like, dude? Yeah, it's and it's incredible that he's been in. I mean, you know, yeah, you might not like the Foo Fighters, fine, but it's a pretty big ass big deal. Like they've been around and they they're it's a huge band. Yeah. 
And he was also in Nirvana. I mean, how many people can say, well, besides like, you know, Eric Clapton, somebody like that, who's been in like multiple huge bands. And Eric Clapton's kind of fallen the way of the, ooh, not a good person, Eric Clapton. Not like he was a good person to begin with. Now he's like, oh, you're just a bad human. Yeah, he's a little racist. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. That's oh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. I used to, yeah, I used to sing him at Shabu Shabu all the time. You go to the same Shabu Shabu place. Oh. His, I feel like his reputation was tamed down quite a lot from that Unplugged album. Like, people were introduced to Eric Clapton because of the Unplugged. So, like, oh, this guy makes, you know. Good music. He, he did. Good, he, yeah, like, oh, he made amazing music. But this guy, like, the Unplugged version of Layla was incredible. It still is. Yeah, it was his but birthday like, the other day, Sam. And there was a, there was a, I hope you have a really shitty birthday. And, like, there, there's a lot of uh, Twitter that is not a fan. And those, and will post what he said in concerts on his, um, yeah. his uh, stance of um, supremacy. Why yeah. would you say that in a concert? I don't understand. To be fair, Sam, he was on a lot of drugs. I think the one was just drug. Time. I mean, one of his. Well, well, I'm saying like, well, why would you have? You know, well, that's true. Um, but yeah, but it's impressive. It, I, 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 I think I saw that post about it being his birthday, which I think it's actually the professor I was talking about earlier that follows Twitter. He he was talking about Eric Clapton's birthday and saying about how Eric Clapton's in the. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with three different groups, which is pretty freaking impressive. Yeah. Dirk and the Dominoes, well, Yardbirds. No, the, the Yardbirds, Cream, and Solo. Him as a solo artist. Oh. Like, Derek, I think Derek and the Dominoes, I think Layla was like their only hit. Yeah. Oh, well, what still. A, Traveling Woolbury should be getting in there at some point, you would think, even though they only <laughs> had the one one album. Well, that was like a super group, so probably. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is so weird. I'm mad because the year that during covid that year like this past year i don't know if you guys watched it no. um it's like all my favorite bands oh yeah they did depeche they did. mode depeche mode nine inch nails uh well biggie was there there was like Whitney houston and all these i'm like you're doing all these like amazing people and they yeah. can't perform the whole point is them performing or people performing tributes for them um if they don't want to perform themselves so it, it literally is just like them talking a little bit and then they talked about their history and that was it. And I was like, this is not cool. Like, are they going to do a, a makeup or something? Cause Possibly. like, it's just awkward and I didn't like it. It was, I don't know that like, they didn't have to do it. Like, couldn't they just wait? Cause I, well, I was actually, they... I was going to say like the best produced award show that I've seen of late is the Grammys. And it's only because it it's recent. Uh, the Grammys was great. Well, it's only because people were there. Like, they were smart about it, and they brought up people that were nominated for that specific award, and they were able to quarantine, and obviously, I'm sure they did all the testing, and they set, they, they, they separate everybody. They could only bring one person with them, and they were able to do speeches, and they did performances, and it was great. Like, they, yeah, but you're right, you're right, Sim. Like, I, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction is, like, that's one of the best concerts to watch any year. Um, and it, it's, like... Even when, and I was, I just had to look it up because I remember, I couldn't recall what it was, but I remembered the Foo Fighters performing as for one of the bands that was inducted in a certain year, them performing their songs. I remember it being incredible, but I just look it up. It was when Rush was inducted. So oh. the Foo Fighters were playing Rush songs. Then Rush came out on stage to perform with them. Right. Which was very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's what it's all about. When, it's all about the performances and, and like collaborating and like, you know, celebrating their music. That's the whole point. <laughs> Another, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, no worries. The uh, Bare Naked Ladies, if you uh, like, two years ago, were nominated into the or inducted into the Canadian Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and their big performance 
they brought back the singer they fired. Um, oh my god! For, yeah. his, for his extreme oh, wow. drug, his extreme drug use, so it was the first time he performed with them in like five, maybe ten years. They fired him a long time ago. Is it because he, of the other was, lead singer had his issues, and they're like, "Oh, maybe we should bring the other guy back"? Well, no, no. But well, they both lead. <laughs> excuse me. Both lead singers were our, like the. The other lead singer has always been with the band. They kicked this guy out. They right. brought this guy back for the performance with the other guy. The other guy never left. Oh, okay. I thought they had. A, I thought yeah. there was an issue. Something, something not good no. with that. Canadian. No, no. The bare naked ladies are still going strong. I saw them in concert uh, summer two thousand nineteen. Okay. At the uh, Hollywood Bowl. They, it, was, it was a great show. It was uh, Hootie and the Blowfish with bare naked ladies. Hootie and the for some for some reason, Hootie was the, considered the headliner in that group, and I can't couldn't figure that one out. Because they probably put it together. Um, I don't know. It was like the Friends episode. <laughs> Is that the? It all goes I back to Friends. When it's she had Joey a hickey. Yeah, when Joey and Phoebe like they obviously don't make enough money, and so I think that they were. Um, and it was someone's birthday too. What was that? It was Rachel as well. There were three and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. Rachel, yeah the, 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 the the people that like you know obviously don't have high paying jobs. Um, and <laughs> it's like, how do they afford their, their New York lifestyle? Go, go figure. Um, but whatever, but that was like the only episode where they actually talked about money. Yeah. If I remember, I mean, Joey always was broke, so it was kind of a thing, you know, it's, like until he would that, always borrow money from Chandler and stuff. Until, until he, he got rich an and then he re- moved into his other apartment and got replaced by Eddie. Yeah. Crazy, crazy Eddie. Um, they talked, they brought up mo- the, Grandmother had the apartment, so it was yeah, uh, rent-controlled. They, they, tr- they tried to explain that it was rent-controlled, but they never could really ex- – because even – well, they, I mean, that, that was the running joke is that you never knew what Chandler did. Yeah. You just knew that he, he was a trans sponsor. They just knew he – that's not a word. <laughs> that's uh, not <laughs> um, But I guess he made it – because Joey was an out-of-work actor. He's a trans so he made enough yeah. to afford that apartment for both of them. The, well, they I guess he was like a mid-level executive. They kind of, I mean, he had an assistant thing, so I guess, you know. But like, like right. there was, then Phoebe and know. Rachel lived together until Phoebe burned the apartment down. But like, that would have been, well, Rachel was working at um, R- Ralph Lauren at that point, so, or was it Polo? I don't remember where she worked. Um, Same thing. Oh, that's right. She had money. Yeah. No, Phoebe's grandma, that was her apartment, because it's hot. And then, you know, what's her name? Uh, After going through a divorce too, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he had that. I mean, I mean, most of this, the second half of the series when he took over Big Ugly Ugly Naked Guy's apartment, that place was nice. Yeah, two bedroom too. Yeah, yeah. The, so. um, do we yeah, ever know so, where yeah. in New York they actually were? Or do we kind of like just assume they're by Central Park? Well, it was whatever whatever part of New York has no minorities. So whichever <laughs> what neighborhood is that? Just a couple, a couple minorities, Upper East Side. I mean, I mean, there's Aisha, Aisha Tyler. And yeah. Aisha Tyler, and who was the was it Sherry Shepard that worked with Ross at the at the um, yeah she, she worked at the museum because she she and Joey became friends when Joey became like a tour guide because the tour guides didn't get to talk to the the, yeah. the actual people. What about uh, Ross's girlfriend? Um, the oh, the, she's from China, uh, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What was her name? Um, 
Well, they met in China. Yeah, on her. Yeah, that was the first season finale. Uh, what was her name? Uh, yeah, okay, so her. So, but the fact that we can pick on like actual if a, if a show's on for ten years and you can just go through and be like, oh, there was that's a, yeah, that was one, that was another. It's kind of sad. Does Hank Azaria count? He's, he he went to Russia. <laughs> uh, well, no, he went to he, Sam. He went he to went the to Ukraine. Min- yeah. Yeah, and I was actually I was driving behind a car um, I, over the weekend a few days ago that just had the license plate Minsk. It was a Lexus that had a, it, all it said was Minsk, and I just wanted to get a photo of it because that I don't think most people, most Americans, have any concept of what Minsk is outside of that's where Hank Azaria moved on Friends. It was Julie was the friend. Julie, Julie was the girlfriend. Yeah. That's yeah, but that can I not a whole lot of other minorities on that show. Yeah. Though, to be fair, I don't recall. Sam, did Sex in the City have a lot of minority characters? I don't recall that being the case either. Maybe they lived in the same part of New York. Yeah, written by white people. Um, not really. I mean, they had like you know, obviously Miranda dated um, Hottie. What's his name? Blair Underwood. Um, oh yeah. But not really. I mean, they had like bit parts and stuff, but no, nobody really like. Significant. The main main character, yeah. like Lucy Lee, was on it for like an episode. Like you know, there's Margaret Cho was in a, on an episode. They they had guest stars and stuff. They tried, but I think that was one of the main, um, like with Friends, like that was one of the main commentary that people always had issues with. Well, that and it was living single. It's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. Well, and it's also like I mean I get the whole girls the girls um, issue too because it's. It's four girls, but they all went to college together, so that kind of made sense, I guess, because they they went to Oberlin. Mm. And I think that actually, I, I, have, I have a, one of my, I have a um, very good friend who went to Oberlin. So, yeah. and I visited her at Oberlin, and the fact that all the characters, those characters from Girls, were supposed to have gone to Oberlin, totally checks out. Pretty obnoxious. It's true. Yeah, it's a liberal arts school, you know. It's true. Nothing wrong with liberal arts schools. No, there's nothing wrong with yeah. it. It's just you know, it's it's uh, it's diff- it's a little different. I mean, yeah, no, I'm don't, aware. don't get me wrong. Like I. I I feel very, very lucky, especially during, like, March Madness and stuff that I went to a school that academically is good and sports-wise is good. So you can't really beat that, right? I'm sorry, Hugh. How did how – did, is, is Wheaton in the Final Four? I haven't checked the Division Three layout <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, okay. You know, our, our yeah, men's probably. team has only been around since, uh, you know, 1996. No, that's baseball. Uh, 80, probably 90, I think our men's teams have been around. Mm. So, mm. you know, that's not 1890, that's 1990. Uh, um, not... Okay, well, maybe, I mean, maybe you haven't heard about UCLA's sporting history, but... Um, you have a good. few championships, from my understanding. Um, quite a few. Um, great, though, to be fair, it is, you know, our basketball heritage goes back, you know, it goes back, but we have not won in quite a while. It's been 25 years. You made like but, three Final uh, Fours, right? Three Final Fours in a row in the mid-aughts. Yeah. It's like but six, also, seven, eight. No, no, five, five, six, and seven, something like that. 15 years ago was when we played Gonzaga <laughs> in the Final yeah. Four. Do you remember yeah. that? No, I was, I was actually just texting a friend game. last friend, I was saying I know, I, I know that it might not go well for UCLA because Gonzaga is just a monster. But if we can somehow make Adam Morrison cry again on the floor, that is all I want. It was. I felt so bad for him because Adam Morrison was a really good too. player, and he was all he was all he was, he was turned into a gif. Like he's just a yeah, crying gif, gif on the floor. It's yeah. the best gif. Every time, every time, like 
an upset happens for basketball, like I use it all the time. I use it all the time anyway, like not just for basketball related things. <laughs> I feel bad, but like, I mean, he played for the Lakers and like he, he won a championship right? with the Lakers. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a really good player, but it's just, at that time, it was such a, it was such yeah. a good game because they were down by like, what, 16 or something like that. Yeah. It was, I remember they were I watched down it by a lot. I watched that game at Barney's. I remember it very vividly. That, but that was back when Gonzaga was still like a, a Cinderella team. Like now, yeah. they're, anybody that considers Gonzaga like a mid-major Cinderella team, no. Nah, they're it's like, over. They're, they're number like, one seed of the whole yeah, thing. You're yeah, no longer they're that. Like, yeah. They're like up at Kentucky. Um, yeah, they're there. Duke level now. Duke. Yeah. Yeah, but where Duke, was yeah. Kentucky and Duke this year? Oh, they Duke didn't, didn't make it. Neither, neither, neither made it. Though, but didn't Duke... Wow. Duke... They had a shitty season by Duke standards, but they also had to drop out of their own ACC tournament because of COVID. And they, if they had so, won it, they uh, could have got in. Like they said the, they could have, but it, you know. It, it COVID got like them. Oregon State, right? What, kind of like what? Oregon State. Uh, yeah. No, not Oregon. Uh, was it, it wasn't BCU. Oregon State, but BC, yeah. VCU got knocked. That's, they Oregon got a, 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 a move to the second round right away because. Yeah, yeah that, that sucks. Yeah. Shocking! It's the only. T- I mean, that was that's the only time it's happened, which is weird because they're all playing in Indianapolis right now, and it's not like a bubble. It's not like the NBA bubble. They're just all playing in Indianapolis. Yeah, no. So, like, I'm shocked that there haven't been more. Well, some people are saying that's the the reason there's probably not a lot of positive tests is they're probably lying about testing. Uh, you know, that'd be a real bad look if one of the teams had to drop out of the Final Four because of COVID. That would be bad for the NCAA. They could try and push it. I guess maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, because they, they lost a fortune because there was no ch- tournament last year. Mm. Oh, no. Sucks. The NCAA doesn't have any Monday. Yeah. Sounds like somebody's just a little bitter that um, Wheaton doesn't make a... All right. Doesn't do shit. Well, seeing that I have all the power over here, we're going to uh, call that Monday. You know, what is your mask? What is the Wheaton mask? It's a lion with a Y. It's a lion with a Y. Yeah, I know. It's named after Mary Lion. It's it's a uh, it's bad. We share the same exact mascot as Mount Holyoke does. So what the hell is not Holyoke? Mount Holyoke is a college actually where my sister went to, my little sister, and uh, it's an all women's college. I got a pa- I got a pamphlet from them when I was in high school, and I'm like, where is this? And remember, this is before like the internet, internet, right? Like yeah. I had like dial up or whatever. So like my only like knowledge of colleges was whatever was in California, right? And um, basketball. Yeah, it was a uh, it's Western Mass, <laughs> so it's uh, it's yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. It's near uh, Amherst. Smith. Yeah, so like I think that like they probably got my name from like the Who's Who's of America. You remember the Who's Who's of America's high school students? Yeah, uh, I have I I, I I probably have one on a shelf nearby. Were you I one can, of those uh, Who's Who's, Sam? Oh my God, Sam, were we in the same boat? 